All right, we're back with the Prodigal One podcast forward slash radio show. I want to thank you for listening today. Um, I want to clarify what I was talking about in the last segment with regards to your little homework assignment there. First off, all right, um, when I'm talking about an exercise, an exercise is, is using something to be, to, again, let's go back to the seven habits of highly effective people with regards to developing a habit, either you can develop a good habit, you can develop a bad habit. So in this case, what I'm trying to get you to do is with regards to this exercise is to develop the habit of being able to putting your trust in God and allowing God's will. All right. For instance, let's say, for instance, like with regards to this particular podcast or radio show, my will was to do a different type of show, which um, could have possibly generated um, a significant amount of money. Now, what I believe to be God's will is to be able to do this show, Podcast One, I mean, excuse me, Prodigal One, all right, and not worry about the money. All right? I don't, I hate to say it, and I'm going to say it, I don't need the money. I have a good job. Doing the radio show now and the, and the podcast is not my full-time gig anymore. You know, God has provided me with a way to be able to offer financial support to my family. For the last three years, let's say actually it's more than that now, but more than what I was doing prior um, almost cost me my marriage, um, put me into a financial hole bigger than the Grand Canyon. And uh, God gave me a way. Initially, there was no way to get out of that. You know, it was it was a difficult thing. And uh, I lost friends. They weren't even friends. Not, they weren't even friends. I mean, if they were friends, they would have, they would still be calling them friends. I mean, and there are people that I dealt with in, in that industry who I do call friends. All right. That's a long story. We'll talk about that another day. But the bottom line is um, what was my will was not what God had in planned, had intended for me. And I find now that even though I didn't see it, I'm much better off where I am, what I'm doing, and I'm broadcasting, which I love to do, all right? And I have everything I need because I let go and let God. Now, it's not easy to do that. So the exercise is little by little, maybe just for 15 minutes, maybe just a half hour. Maybe you're strong and you can do it for an entire day. When you go to when you're trying to make a decision and and you're trying to do something in your life and maybe it just doesn't seem right to you. Maybe it doesn't seem right. Well, maybe it's not right. You know? And you say, "Well, I got to do this because I got to be able to, you know, this is how I'm going to make my living." Well, maybe God has something else in store for you. I'm not telling you to here, see, here's where it gets really tricky. I'm not telling you to quit your job. I'm not telling you to give up on something that is bringing you an income that you need to be able to survive. I'm just telling you to take 15 minutes, 10 minutes, 5 minutes, 1 minute, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever it is, and say, I'm going to trust God. I'm not going to worry about anything right now. I think that's a better way of doing it, all right? Um, your rent's due. Cable bills do. The electric bills do. The car is broken down. All right. 
what do I have to do in order to be able to make the money to be able to pay the bills, but with the same intention, praying and relying on God to guide me and help me get to that point that I can pay those bills or do what I have to do. You know, maybe you don't need cable television. You know, um, this is, it's, it's, a, it's hard. It's hard to, to trust and have faith when things are falling apart. You know, my own daughter reaches out, didn't have food in the house. And, you know, I told her point blank. And, and prior to that, my wife had said, if you ever have an issue where you have no food, because she works hard. My daughter works hard. Okay. She has children. She works hard. Um, her boyfriend is uh, in between jobs. So finances are tight and things like that. So, you know, but we were able to, you know, there was a solution to that problem. There are a lot of solutions to that problem with no food. I recommend, you know, besides from her coming over to our house and taking what she needed to be able to eat, I, I told her point blank that she could go to um, Long Island Harvest, which is the Harry Chapin Foundation, and, and check into that. They have ways of being able to provide food. You know, I myself, in, in the early 80s, and, and, you know, with a young family and things like that, found myself going to food pantries numerous times. Uh, you know, Salvation Army helped us out quite a bit. Uh, you know, there's there's organizations, there's always a solution. I hate to say it, there's always a solution to any issue or problem. You might not appreciate or see the solution as your way, but it's a solution nevertheless that is being provided. I hope I'm making sense here for you guys. It's an exercise in faith. An exercise in faith and believing, believing that you will be provided. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm doing this on the road, by the way. Okay, this is not being done in a studio today. So uh, a little raw here. All right, but we're doing this on the road. But it, I am obligated to make sure that the show gets done so that it can go and to you know go out on the air when it's supposed to go out on the air. And at first, I had said, "Well, you know, it'll be next week." Nope, it's got to be this week. It, you know, God is saying. Here's a way of, here you go. God is saying, I'm giving you a way of being able to do the show and I'm giving you the time and ability to be able to do that, do the show. See what I'm talking about? Having faith and understanding that somehow it will be provided for. God is standing beside you. Again, we're dealing with free will. It's not a magic genie bottle. It doesn't happen. You're not going to buy a lottery ticket necessarily, and I'm not telling you not to buy a lottery ticket, but you're not going to buy a lottery ticket and win millions of dollars. You could. God bless you. I hope you do. It's an exercise in faith. Can you do that this week? Can you have an exercise in faith? I hope so. I truly hope so. A couple things I want to bring up here, um, and this is this is where the broadcaster part of me, you know, the news broadcaster part of me comes in. I think this is important, and I think we need to talk about this just a little bit. Um, more than 450 illnesses and five deaths have been related to vaping, and it's caught the attention of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The federal agency is warning people now to avoid e-cigarettes while it investigates it. And it's unclear exactly what role the devices played the illness that are now across 33 states. Um, and it, the numbers, they say, are startling. It's a trend among most vulnerable youth who inhale. Uh, according to the most recent stats provided by the CDC, there were 1.5 million more youths, youths, what'd you say? Youth, yeah, youths, using e-cigarettes 
such as Jewel in 2018 than the year before. In 2018, about 3.5 million kids, 3.5 million kids admitted to being current users of the liquid vape. Now, here's the thing. You know, people, oh, you vape, you're going to quit. It's better than smoking. Listen, you're still inhaling something into your lungs, people. Okay? I know we've had situations uh, in my own family with kids vaping, getting in trouble in school for vaping. Here's the bottom line. If you're vaping, stop. Stop. Do you hear what I'm saying? Stop. If you're vaping or your kids are vaping, first off, if you're vaping, you're giving an opportunity for your child to see that it's okay. All right, with this Captain Crunch and cherry flavor and all that other nonsense that they got out there. 450 illnesses. And I know there's a story out there right now with a young man that's in a coma. All right? I mean, stop. Stop. It's not healthy. All right? And if you know somebody that's vaping, tell them it's not healthy. Okay, let's get back to what we're talking about here with regards to getting on a strong biblical foundation to be able to develop a relationship with God. Let's First off, I want to say, you know, a lot of people are saying, why does God let hurricanes happen? Okay? Um, I'm going to tell you right now, and if somebody says to you, if a child says or an adult says, why does God allow hurricanes? Why does God make hurricanes? God doesn't make hurricanes. That's number one. That's the number one answer. Um, God doesn't cause hurricanes to happen. God doesn't cause bad things to happen, all right? Um, simple thing is sin is in the world since the, you know, committing of the first sin. It's an evil world. And again, we're talking free will and understanding of that. Whole nother show, all right? But ultimately, we don't know why God allows these things. You see, God's way is not our way. The whole book of Job it deals with issues of Job's suffering. So why did God allow that? Throughout the book, his friends, Job's friends and comforters, insist that he must be guilty of secret sin. Imagine that in a day. Imagine that, that you're thinking, because you're having problems in your life, that you're guilty of sin. They say otherwise, he wouldn't have been going through all that pain. And Job maintains, he says, his integrity throughout the entire ordeal, but he doesn't question God's justice at all. See, don't, you can't question, that's a lesson. Can't question God's judgment and all of this. It's a lesson to be learned. At the end of the book, at the end of the book, God, he, he rebukes, they say. That's a word I like, rebukes. He rebukes Job's comforters, but he also asks Job many pointed questions such as, where will you and I create the heavens and the earth? Over and over, for four chapters, God puts Job in his place. He puts him in his place, and he also says words to this effect. Will you condemn me to justify yourself? That's why I'm saying this. Will you condemn yourself? Will you condemn God to justify yourself? Oh, God, why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this? Why are you letting these things happen in my life, Lord? Why, 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 why? Stop with the whys. Get wise. Stop with the whys. I'm talking about W-I-S-E, not the Y, letter Y, or Y-W-H-Y. See, that's what many of us do today. We condemn God to justify ourselves without an understanding of why. So instead of asking why is God allowing things to go wrong in your life, maybe you should be asking why aren't you doing something to be able to correct the things 
that are wrong in your life. People seem to always have a reason why they can't do certain things. You know? It doesn't get any better until you do something about it, folks. It doesn't get any better until you do something about it. So, two things. Do something about it, your issues, your problems. Don't condemn God for it. It's not God's fault. Like now, for many, many years, I didn't take responsibility for all the problems I had in my life. I blamed everybody else and every other thing. It was everybody else's fault. No, it was my fault because I had the ability to be able to control what I was doing. I had free will and I could make my own decisions. So if I have free will and I can make my own decision, then it's my fault. Not everybody else's. You know? All right. So that's it for this week, folks. Like I said, I'm traveling. I'm up here in, where am I now? Still in Schenectady. I couldn't pronounce the name of the town I'm in right now. I'm sitting actually outside in a school parking lot getting ready to watch a soccer game. It's a beautiful day. The clouds were here. The clouds were coming in, so a little bit of drizzle before, but it didn't rain. Beautiful wind, a little wind out there. You know, it's a day that God has provided. A beautiful day. Again, you know, trust in God. Just try that. And we'll talk next week. Have a great day. Have a great week. Father, I ask that everybody listening to this show, that you bless everybody that's listening to this show, that everybody who reaches out to you, Father, that you show them, that you answer them, that you you let them see how real and how great and how powerful you truly are, Lord, and what a difference you can make in people's lives, Lord. What a difference. Show them the difference that, they, that you can make in their lives simply by allowing themselves to trust you. Let them see that sometimes what they want is not what you have planned for their life, Lord. And let them understand the definition of the prodigal. Let them understand the definition of a lesson learned. And keep them safe and give them peace. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thanks, everybody. If you want to get a hold of me, you can check me out. You can get a hold of me on email, Eric, E-R-I-C, Martin, M-A-R-T-I-N, Koppelman, K-O-P-P-E-L-M-A-N, at gmail.com. That's my full name. Uh, be sure to listen to the show. It's uh, every Sunday, noon, that's 12 p.m., uh, 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're out in the Central or Western or Pacific, you know, you have to adjust accordingly. But you can listen to it at www.sunflowerradio.com. If you miss it, then you can check it out on Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Spreaker. There's so many other sites out there where you can catch the show. Uh, we will have, right now, we still have the Jesus Jams website up. We're changing that to the Prodigal One O-N-E website, which is not up as of yet. Hopefully it'll be up for the next time we do the show, which will give you a listing of all the places that you can catch the show, download the show. And of course, you can catch it on Facebook, Twitter, um, and um, on my personal LinkedIn. Gina, of course, Gina and Sam up there. Sunflower Radio, let me tell you something. You got That's a really great station. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, fully licensed, fully legal, doing the right thing, internet radio station. You know what? Listen to Sunflower Radio. She's got great shows up there, too. I mean, some of the great shows that she does. Just check out her website, www.sunflowerradio.com. All right? Have a great week, everybody.